he's very obsessed with like asserting his ownership over that yeah that's his shitty yeah. mummified hands for, for how much he wants ownership of that it's really amazing how quickly he gets rid of the uh, necklace too and it has to be like yeah. repressed upon him like no when we give you a bad gift you have to keep it <laughs> right and then there's like some throwaway line of like that's an egyptian tradition <laughs> also that's a what? four thousand year old necklace that's not a shitty gift these, these are all people who have never left canada the writers the actors <laughs> i read an interview recently with Earl stein he said it's a very canadian show <laughs> he knows he knows what's up Hey, this is Kip Andrioni, and you're listening to Listener Beware, a podcast about the television show based on R.L. Stein's Goosebumps books. On today's episode, we'll be discussing The Return of the Mummy, the worst episode we've watched yet. We hope you enjoy it. That is the worst episode. I, I, I turned to Will and said that after it ended. Yeah. <laughs> I Nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I for a second argued that Phantom might be worse. And then we sort of playfully recalled like a meal the night janitor. And we're just happy that like things <laughs> happened in that episode. Mm-hmm. As dumb as they yeah. were. Well, there's stuff. There is stuff to like talk about in that episode. Like, I paused to take some notes, like, nine minutes in, and Sarah was like, wait, there's tw- there's only 12 minutes left. <laughs> Nothing has happened. <laughs> Nothing has happened. It was true. And the one thing I hate, though, is that is when the tarantula lands on his arm in the pit, like, I jumped. Like, I can't, I'm so upset that there's just that little bit of emotion I experienced during the episode. Yeah. And there was no trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, unfortunately, um, I don't think any of the Goosebumps episodes are going to come with a content warning. <laughs> there were, yeah, um, there, a lot of creepy crawlies and uh, critters in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> content warning. Spooky. <laughs> content warning. Critters. Never content warning ghosts. Uh, Should I read the recap I wrote just to... Yeah, yeah. So um, you may have noticed if you've listened to um, any of our other episodes that... Um, these tend to run pretty long, uh, <laughs> and we've had trouble dealing, finding a better solution. So we're going to try out uh, somewhat of new format today, and we'll see how it goes. And uh, hopefully this episode won't be two hours. Yeah. I mean, just for the sake of the audience, this episode is not worth two hours. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Piano lessons can be murder. I mean, that that had to be oh a breaking two hours. Oh, that, I mean, that, yeah. Lawrence of Arabia move over, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also would like to to just, like recognize that this episode is called the return of the mummy and there has been no there's there hasn't been an episode about mummies and after watching it it still doesn't make sense (laughs) yeah okay well all right here i go (laughs) 
Goosebumps' ninth episode, Return of the Mummy, opens up on a static photograph of Egypt. We're introduced to Gabe, an all-American Italian, visiting his Uncle Ben, who knows a lot about ancient civilizations, and his cousin Sari, who thinks she knows a lot, but is just okay. Uncle Ben <laughs> and Sari uh, bring Gabe along for the adventure of a lifetime. It's a pretty spooky one, but he's not scared. He's actually psyched that he gets to be in the tomb of Prince Haru. Upon entering the tomb, Gabe flaunts his trusty summoner, a mummified hand that he bought from a man at the airport, who told him it could resurrect the dead. His in-laws mock him for falling for such an obvious grift, but as Gabe takes a picture, the summoner begins to crawl slowly across the sand. Gabe swiftly gets lost in the tomb, eventually falling feet first into a ten-foot hole and discovering Prince Haru's tomb. Ben and Sari come to save him, but not before a snake and a spider spook him into losing his summoner. As Uncle Ben prepares to enter Prince Haru's tomb, a reporter from the Cairo Sun, Neela, shows up. Being the only character to be introduced in this episode other than the first three, she gives off immediate this person is the plot twist vibes, as she demands to accompany the fam into the tomb the next day. She notices Gabe is wearing a necklace and shows one of her own, saying that it's supposed to bring good luck, but she hopes it does not bring them bad luck. Her driver, Jeffy, gets scared off by the curse of the tomb, which Gabe and his crew dismiss. Upon entering the tomb the next day, the crew first enters a false tomb, uh, before Gabe discovers his summoner in the wall, which he grabs, and it grabs him back, and spins around an invisible door, pushing him and Sari into the actual tomb, and knocking their uncle Gabe out cold. Entering the tomb, Gabe and Sari discover riches galore, but an empty sarcophagus. Alas, spooks are afoot as a loosely bandaged mummy enters groaning incomprehensibly. Suddenly, Neela reveals herself in full pharaoh's garb, announcing that she is the mummy's sister. She holds Gabe's summoner and says that she and her brother will take over the world. The mummy then resists her, grabs her necklace, and uses his mummy strength to throw it on the ground. A flash of light comes and Neela disappears, leaving only her clothing behind. But the mummy is still after Gabe and Sari, so Gabe, in a desperate fit, tosses his summoner into the fire, allowing he and Sari to escape. Before the episode ends, Gabe prepares to head home to America. Before he can leave, he is re-gifted his necklace, and Uncle Ben celebrates his fame, conveniently ignoring the fact that he was knocked out cold during the children's traumatizing discovery. The mummy's hand crawls into Gabe's case, clutching his necklace and returning with him to America. Wow. That, so, I mean, when you say it all out at the same time like that, it sounds kind of like an eventful episode mm -hmm. but this takes place over like 22 minutes and most of that happens in like mm -hmm. the last five right. yeah i took a 22 minute episode oh. and condensed it to three minutes and it then it sounded eventful <laughs> yeah i i also want to say i think they pronounce it sari in the episode but mm -hmm. the subtitles and the credits i think spell it like like sorry like, right uh, mm. like a piece of clothing. my bad but i think they they might pronounce it both ways right but he's from america so i guess it yeah. might be a linguistic yeah. thing if you're from america it's okay to mispronounce people's names <laughs> yeah especially your cousin's name your, yeah your cousin's name also he talks why does he sound like that <laughs> okay yeah. his voice is crazy i'm here in egypt visiting my uncle ben and cousin sari my Uncle Ben's an archaeologist. He's really cool. He knows all about ancient civilizations. 
that's the very first thing I noticed in this episode <laughs> was his voice. Hey, dude, I'm from America, and I like to I like to look at big <laughs> rocks. Have you ever seen a pyramid? <laughs> My cousin Sari thinks she knows a lot, but she's okay. <laughs> his voice sounded like that guy on YouTube who does the like top fifteen lists, and he says like number fifteen, Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> That's, that sounds incomprehensible, but I, I swear that's accurate. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense, though, because uh, the actor for Gabe is a voice actor. Oh, no kidding. Which is also true uh, for uh, the actor for uh, Sorry. Um, both of them, are, I would say, looking at their IMDb's, are like fairly successful voice actors. Uh, they have a lot of roles. Anything we might recognize? Uh, yeah, I think most notably, Gabe is a voice actor for the Beyblade anime, and Sari's a voice actor for the Bakugan anime. Oh my god, those are like the same thing. <laughs> I know. Um, they were also both voice actors for the Total Drama Island series. Um, Holy shit. And Gabe voices uh, Carlos on Magic School Bus. I would say that's his most notable role. Yeah, that's pretty big. But I just like the fact, yeah, that like Beyblade and Bakugan were like, I feel like both of those like kind of emerged at the same time mm-hmm. and were doing roughly the same thing. Both, I think, were banned in my elementary school. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's fitting that they were both in this and they were mm-hmm. also in competing animes. <laughs> Time's a flat circle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just ask. A Beyblade is the thing where it was like a, a top, but there was like the mm-hmm. ripcord. Yes. Yes. But what is a Bakugan? It's like you roll a ball and then it like turns into a tiny monster when it stops rolling. Oh, because it had the magnet in it. Yeah. It's yeah. got a little yeah, magnet yeah. at the bottom, right? So when the magnet catches, it like releases like a switch inside the ball and it like splays out and then it's like a little tiny mech <laughs> monster. Okay. And they made shows out of these things? Yes. Yes. There's a video game for Bakugan coming out. I'm pretty sure it's like still a thing. Still, it's still coming out. <laughs> what is the plot of the Beyblade show? What could that be uh, about? You're asking is the it wrong like Pokemon? Person. Like they have little Pokemon, but they're. I think so. But they're tops? I think so. They, I don't they know. spin. Oh, I guess Will sent a video of Beyblade. Yeah, well, I sent it. I sent it just because I was just looking it up, and it it, it amazed me the, what the opening sounds like. It always amazed me that like the Yu-Gi-Oh cards, the Yu-Gi-Oh cards were like a show where they just played Yu-Gi-Oh, like the <laughs> yeah. game yeah, dramatically. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yes. Kids it's, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, and would you believe it? It was pure Kino. <laughs> <laughs> It rocked. Nothing about this episode really makes that much sense or like has that much impact. I most of all, um, this whole fucking operation, this archaeology dig, which they say like multiple times is a secret <laughs> dig. 
that's no not, sense. But then the journalist so, is there. So that's so, not wait, allowed. So, well, well, she's not a journalist well, she, right. because we find out that she, she we find out that she's um like a, an Egyptian uh, princess, I guess. Which is not how that worked. But she she right? was the ruler. She was the strong one. Right, because she says to she yeah, she says to the mummy, "You are the weak one. <laughs> I was the strong one. I ruled." He Do must you have... remember. I <laughs> remember. He must have been like mummified very recently. If she's still looking like that, you know. Right. That didn't. Like that she... also didn't make any sense. And she doesn't even. She doesn't even say like I'm alive because of mummy magic. She's just like here and a journalist. <laughs> by trade and i it, it makes me think like okay if your brother's with this like dried up mummy like what like how how long ago has he been a mummy you know because i can't i don't believe you were alive in yeah. ancient egypt that's just well, not he, happening so she's in that necklace she's like every night i'm in this necklace i hate that i'm defending wait wait this. she says <laughs> this wait keep going keep so, going yeah i like yeah, this theory so i was i watched this with mara my roommate um and she was basically like coaching me through the episode. <laughs> Alright, you gotta rip on this. She's like, what's that? And she was like, it's the necklace from earlier. <laughs> but so she has this necklace. This and is she... this is what it's like to watch something. <laughs> yeah. Just constantly going, now explain what I just watched what is this? to you in very what's simple that? terms. It's like I have just as much information as you. <laughs> um but so she's wearing this necklace when she's like pretending to be the journalist and it's empty and there's no scarab beetle in it. And he, for some reason, the thing that does is not explained and I rewind and watch it again. So he gets um, his matching necklace with the beetle in it from his uncle, like after they go mm. into the tomb and he's like, oh, it's for you. Cause he's just, you know, tomb robbing. Oh my and um, <laughs> he's like, it's it's the brother like they're siblings um but so every she's like every night i've lived in this necklace and it's like assumed that like she's the scarab beetle that's been crawling oh my god the wait time. so does Ro- robbie has yes. his own person inside of his amber that's i think that's yes, like think the that's brother the implication like oh it's my cursed god. and that's why the hand is like holding the necklace at the end or something i don't know well my thinking was that the reason perhaps the reason that she's not like all like mummified and sh- like she doesn't look like shit is because she's it, she's been like you know like amber fired oh. or whatever so she's been preserved in the amber whereas her brother has mm. not and that's why he's rotting he doesn't have his own amulet <laughs> yeah he's gross um, just gross so yeah. this other amulet which the boy was given gabe the main character Oh my god. If you can remember any of the characters' names. Okay, what did I just call him? So, something foolish, not right. Well, I want to call him Ben, but that's the uncle's Yeah, that's name. Unky Ben. His name is Ben Hassan. <laughs> um, yeah. Ben. Because she comes in, the, the journalist or the princess is like, Dr. Hassan. <laughs> um, We've just been calling him Ben this whole time. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think that the scarab necklace that the boy gabe oh my god the <laughs> scarab necklace that gabe has is like a separate like another mummy i but maybe not because at the end at the end of the episode mm-hmm. the hand is crawling yeah. and like grabs it so maybe that's um prince haru or whatever his name is mm-hmm. trying to like stay alive okay wait get a load of this i just that just like her being a beetle made me recall a tiny detail from this episode and, like, it's actually kind of making me 
more interested in it, if, so to speak. Before uh, the princess shows up, like, when he's in the pit, it focuses on, like, this little beetle running around on the ground. You know, maybe that's her. Yeah, there's yeah. beetles throughout the episode. They're yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, when she dies, a beetle comes out of her yeah, clothing. It, yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's like the same yeah. beetle. It's yeah. like... So maybe she's still alive, too. You know? hmm. um, oh, also... She's just cursed to be a beetle. This feels like a good time when we're talking about the name Ben Hassad. Kip and I talked about this almost immediately. There was almost no attempt made to show that these relatives were of any similar race in casting. Um, <laughs> right, <yeah>. right. Because <laughs> I, I just looked it up, and um, I don't want to mispronounce her name, but the person who plays Sari is a Canadian uh, uh, from the First Nations tribes. Yes. So, you know, that's an indigenous she person. Is. And then Elias Zaru, I mean, I think that that's probably the best casting that they did. <laughs> in Uncle Ben. <laughs> you gotta hand it to them. And as as I said in my recap, I am almost positive that Daniel DeSanto is Italian. Um, but I have no information <laughs> yes. to back that up. Right. And they're, but they're all supposed to be related. He he looks very Italian. Like, he looks like one of my, like my cousin John. Um, <laughs> who, who is on the Italian side of the family. So that's that's my theory, you know. Well, I will say, I mean... I guess the good thing about this episode, it's, like, the only episode so far where, like, not all the characters, or, like, most of the characters are supposed to be white. Yeah. But it's also just really, like, racially ambiguous and just kind of like, uh, brown, we'll stick in a brown person here. Yeah, for, <laughs> right, for like, the right. most specific location we get. They're all the same. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would also... No, no, never mind. Oh. Um, so the, the the thing that made the least sense about this episode to me is like, so I, I was starting to talk about this before. I think I got sidetracked, but the dig itself. Mm-hmm. So this is supposed to be a secret dig. We get this mentioned multiple <laughs> times, but we also, we're also supposed to believe that this like these caves or like this like structure they're roaming around in is a pyramid which Uncle Ben discovered. Right. <laughs> How do you discover a pyramid? He discovered a new pyramid. Yeah. It's the because 90s. it's not a pyramid. How do they not know that it's there? Because it's not How a pyramid. Is... It's a tomb, and they didn't change the word. <laughs> right, but the tomb is in the pyramid. They're, they're but there's looking no pyramid. For, like, they're there's... looking for the pyramid. Or he they're looking for the tomb pyramid in as the a pyramid. series of tunnels underground. <laughs> he doesn't know what Do, a pyramid wait, is. I, I just have a question. Does he have clearance to have a secret dig here? <laughs> I, know, I, I, I know he found it himself, and I guess like keeper, like squatters' rights or whatever. But it's like <laughs> you, you can't. I don't know if like in, ter- in like the archaeology world, you can just stumble upon something and d- then just keep it. Yes. Yeah, dibs it. You know. <laughs> Yeah. No, you absolutely cannot, unless you're like trying to further mm-hmm. imperialism. Like, either yeah. way, also right. He is I think he is very, very bold uh, to just have a like an archaeological dig with one guy. Like he has no t- and children, <laughs> well, and children on yeah. site. At, at one point, uh, Gabe complains about like the snake that he saw, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll get the crew to go in and de-snake it tomorrow." That's the only. I don't think That's there's the a only crew. mention of a crew. 
and their role is he's as much as an archaeologist as like indiana jones yeah like he's like i'm just gonna go i'm gonna break (laughs) open this tomb with a with a crowbar (laughs) yeah there's he's like chipping away at this like seal on the front of the tomb and, and then, then just lets he it just drop lets to it the collapse ground. to the ground <laughs> yeah, he, it's like a miracle it doesn't shatter he's, he's not care- he's not careful whatsoever with this historical site he is just smashing things to break through because and he's just like handing out old artifacts to his like american <laughs> he's asking <laughs> like he's little... asking for yeah, it's like he... yeah. oh yeah here's amber it's a very rare type of fossil that shows the history of earth and it's sacred and i'm gonna give it to you my little american nephew this is a general question i have because i i was kind of wondering how amber can form in a desert you know because usually it comes from tree sap yeah that is a good question that's a great question and the answer is there is no answer (laughs) yeah i i have a different thing how did the dried skeleton get behind that door you know, there's the track door. <laughs> no, they didn't. They just a skeleton, just like hung up, strung up. Goosebumps, they, baby. Gabe contractually <laughs> was obligated to scream five times in that episode, so they just shoehorned yeah. another scream. <laughs> we get a couple like Home Alone. He had a style great scream. That kid, that kid, like knew how to do like, like the kid scream that like Home Alone does, Harry Potter does. Yeah. You know, he was great at that. It's yeah, it was good. It was I I I like the screams. I'll give Gabe that. Um, <laughs> he needs a win. But yeah, he need, I need a win. This is like a just overall a highly disorganized and irresponsible archaeological <laughs> yeah. project. Wait, 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 wait. Why does she have bags? What? <laughs> the, who? <laughs> the princess. The, the the fake journalist slash princess Nila yeah what is she, she arrives with luggage what does she need oh, like yeah. what is she gonna do with luggage and she's a servant Jeffy yeah is his name Jeffy I think that's probably like the biggest problem with this episode is that they have so little to say and yet they still like there's so much screen time so little happens and yet they don't bother to explain <laughs> a single thing. <laughs> Not one thing. They waste an entire narration mm-hmm. section explaining why he's at this kid's at this dig. <laughs> yeah. but nothing else. They don't. They don't explain the stuff that I want to know about. Like I want. No. I, right. I want to know why she's trying to use like her luggage as like some red herring when it's like if you're a journalist in if you're if you're a journalist in Egypt then why do you have why do you carry your luggage around like where you, where you go? <laughs> right. Why do you have like a ton of bags if you're just here to do some simple reporting? Yeah. Kip, Kip, you don't understand. They couldn't answer those questions because they had to dedicate two minutes to Gabe taking a picture. (laughs) This is is great. Like, right in the beginning, Gabe is trying to take a picture of his, like, cousin and uncle. And, like, every single time, uh, like, Sari roasts him, he has to, like, put the camera down and say, Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and she's like, it's it's simple. You just press a button. Even I can do it. <laughs> and then he has to stop. Like I know how to do it. <laughs> it's it's kind of amazing. And maybe this is just a '90s thing. How all of the like female characters on the show just speak with the same incantation. And Jamie just nailed it there. Like it's simple. Like even I could take it. I. It's, yeah, there's like a certain like sass. Yeah. 
it's um, all the same tone. There's no... I take issue with what you just said, though. Um, just simply because I don't think Neela speaks like that. Because she speaks like she's a Rocky and Bullwinkle <laughs> character. <laughs> she's supposed to be an Egyptian princess. And she speaks like this Europe- Eastern European <laughs> accent. I have waited long for this day. That we may be reunited. Oh, what's that character's name? I know exactly what Rocky and Bullwinkle character she sounds like, too. Um, it's, um, oh, I, I'm remembering, the, I wrote it down. Is it like Natasha Fatale? That's it. That's <laughs> it. her name. It's Natasha Fatale. It's exactly like her. <laughs> really jarring that she speaks like this. She has a lot of great quips. I'd say she's the best. She is the best presence um, here because there's this really good, like, foreshadowing bit where um she comes in she's like oh dr hassad and he's like how do i know you and she says oh i'm a reporter for the cairo sun or, i'm sorry i'm a reporter for the cairo sun. Stop, it's so bad Stop. <laughs> and, and uncle ben is like i thought you called yourselves journalists these days he's arguing over the semantics of reporter versus journalist yes um, and then her response is well, I guess I'm just old-fashioned. <laughs> Which is like, oh, so she's old, like 4,000 years old. Right. Um, oh, my God. I just want to say I dropped it in the chat, but I'm just trying to do research on this actress right now, and she has a wonderful website. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is a, that's a good headshot right there. Little music plays on every single page. Oh. <laughs> it is a casual collection of many more photos as well as a number of videos. Okay. Fashion and print model and actress in Comic Sans? <laughs> Just her name is in Comic Sans, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's like the important part. It's, it's the only thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like trying to even think of the stuff to talk about for this episode because it's just so not much happens. Yep. Oh, I guess we should talk about like the mummy itself. Um, yeah. Because like the whole episode is supposed to be about the mummy. And I'm pretty sure um, the only character who he has more screen time than is uh, Jeff A. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so... And it's close. It is. It is very close. Um, so they, <laughs> there's this like scene where Ben finds the mummified hand in a wall and he's like, it's grabbing me. It's grabbing me. <laughs> and before like he gets pulled behind the wall, he grabs Sari and then the wall like flips around with both of them in it somehow. Um, and then, um, they stumble into the tomb and it's like full of like treasure and there's a sarcophagus um, and then they like they push it open and there's nothing in it. But then there's like there's wind and ambience. <laughs> and then this uh, mummy guy stumbles out from behind a corner, <laughs> and he's like, 
limping like he's doing like a zombie impression because he's like he's got his arms mm-hmm. like straight out and he's like jerking back yeah. and forth and mummies have tries a, to walk forward mummies have a very distinct walk yeah like arms out and like slowly marching you know and i guess yeah to that to that end i guess he he nails it um <laughs> i'd say he did a pretty good job because he's actually in um his if you look at his imdb <laughs> He's in like to another go- episode of Goosebumps, and I'm pretty sure like an episode of like something else. He's in like two other things where he's a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you know he he's he's good at his job. That's amazing. They were satisfied with the results. There's a market for him. Yeah. yeah. When they said Return yeah. of the Mummy, they were talking about him reprising the role of mummy. Yeah. But it was more of like a. I think that was his first role as a mummy, so it's like a foreshadowing. <laughs> Um, yeah, they were so psyched about how good he did. They were like, this guy's going to return. <laughs> this guy's changing the game of mummies. <laughs> okay, I mean, before we do the RL rank-up, does anyone really have anything else to say about this? Oh, there's the part where they're saying the curse. Or, like, the phrase. Oh, the curse. Would you like to tell us the curse, Sarah? I don't it remember it. It was like... It, it sounds like, like verb I, conjugation. I, I don't even know. Yes, that's exactly what it sounded like, but I don't remember, like, what the... You should put a clip of it in here. <laughs> I, I will, I will. Of what um, it sounded like. I just remember that the boy, who couldn't be bothered to, like, pronounce Sari's name correctly, <laughs> like, somehow, like, hit the R's of it, like, so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, what the well, fuck? Like, why? <laughs> What I remember about the curse is that it's literally saying uh, the prince's name, name in three different like three ways. Times. Yes. It's like Hadi, Hadu, a third one. <laughs> His little cousin is like trying to get him to do it. She's like, we don't have to go looking through this dusty old tomb. We'll just do the chant and he'll come to yeah. us. And she's like, do it, do it, cousin. <laughs> um, he's like, fine. And he's like, Haru, Hara, Hari. <laughs> Yeah, he gets sorry. Yeah, look at the clip. It's a false tomb. Maybe all we have to do is say the sacred words and let the prince come to us. Wouldn't do that. What's the matter? You afraid the mummy's really gonna come to life? Well, no, but. What then? Say it. Haru, hare, hare. You chicken? Oh, yeah. Um, I guess in the climactic moment with the mummy, the princess is like, we're going to rule the world. <laughs> and for some reason that is like not explained at all, the mummy's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he like rips off her pendant and like, throws it on the ground and it shatters. Let me rest in peace! remember, you were weak. I was strong. I was the one who ruled. Do you remember, Horo? Do you remember, my brother? Inside this stone every night for four thousand years. 
And now, I will never... He wants to rest in peace. Yeah, he just says, just let me rest in peace. <laughs> Please. So I guess, you know, he's he's had enough of being in the ruling class, and he'd just like to be dust. Oh, out. wait, I... I want to. There's one moment where Gabe is so monumentally stupid that I want to find. One. Well, there's a lot. He's <laughs> he's the stupidest protagonist that there's been so far. I think. That's that's a that's a pretty high bar. I gotta. Be I've honest. missed some episodes though. So th- th- really. Okay, that's that's fair. But what's the what's the moment? Um, I'm trying to find it, but he shows him the picture and he like translate what what's the picture says, and it's like, please stay out of my tomb. And he reads it out loud. He goes, please stay out of my tomb. What does that mean? And it's just like, <laughs> he goes, leave me, leave me to rest. What are you rest. talking about? Yeah, leave sense. me to rest. Yeah, what is that? There's no simpler interpretation of that. <laughs> and then, no, and then the uncle goes, it means it's cursed. <laughs> no, it does not. Leave him alone. <laughs> well, you know, it means don't go in. It's like putting like rest in peace on a gravestone. Like what is that? Don't disturb what my grave. <laughs> yeah, what a dipshit. She's working at the pyramid tonight. Working at the pyramid. Working at the pyramid tonight. Yeah, working at the pyramid. Working at the pyramid tonight. Um, okay, so let's start. It's the RL rank up, um, where we rank uh, factors of this episode out of ten. Whoops. I'll do other things with them. It's not really. It doesn't really make sense as a name. Whatever. Okay. Um, let's talk about the fear factor of this episode. Out of ten of this very scary episode, what what do you think you would give this episode? You know, before when I brought up how the spider made me jump and it made me upset, it does upset me that I have to fact that that in. <laughs> because most of the episodes don't make me just, like, jump for no reason. So, I don't know. I'll give three points to the spider and, I mean, nothing nothing else. So, three out of ten. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I was rooting for him to get killed or cursed. I, I was done with him from the get go. Fucking yeah. dead. Or not. I don't really. His I, name. Gabe. 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 You <laughs> can call him whatever he wants. Or whatever Actually, you perhaps want. Perhaps I will give it. I'll give it a two because I'm scared of the uncle. Uncle Ben. I uncle think he's a little scary. He's there was something sinister, and I was also just kind of like the whole time thinking like. Where's where is this young lady's mother? Did you kill the mother? Is mm. did you steal Sari away and now you've taken her to this strange digging site? I also wanted to know what his credentials were. There was a lot of mystery with Uncle Ben. Yeah. Um, it's probably a situation where um, you know he travels a lot for work since he's like a imperialist archaeologist. So um, <laughs> okay. you know. He takes his daughter sometimes, and the wife. I just was confused home. about like what kind of parent is like. Yeah, go to this dig site with unstable, you know, conditions. Things could fall on you. You could die. Things do fall day. on you. And, <laughs> and Uncle Ben do. seemingly, Uncle Ben just seemingly lets the children run free in this like <laughs> precious like tomb thing. You know, <laughs> it's like wait a second. <laughs> 
I don't like this. He has a bad vibe. I, I'll i give it a one for him. That's <laughs> one for Ben. Yeah, for Uncle Ben. Yeah, I agree. Ben's the scariest part about this, but it's not that scary. The mummy seems like I, not a good guy necessarily, but not a bad guy. He just wants to nap. Um, yeah, I'll give it a yeah. two. He wants to die. Yeah, he wants he, yeah. He wants to die. That's, and he deserves uh, it, you know? He's been waiting. He's been waiting so long. <laughs> Dying is a little different from a nap. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I it's think pretty my, relatable yeah. in that sense. I think my biggest Stop. problem with the episode is how much Gabe is not the main character. Yeah. Who would you say is the main character? Well, it's just like, it feels like everyone else has a lot more going on. Like, That's Uncle true. Ben is a professional tomb, tomb robber. Um, and then... Not Nila, Nyla has that whole like 4,000 year old quest to find her brother and Gabe just kind of shows up and he's like I'm just some American kid. Gabe's kind of like <laughs> an idiot savant like you know he like stumbles into like the the entrance to the tomb and he I guess that's it actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough that's enough in Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. He's I, he's the chosen know. boy, so that's who, uh, who we're stuck with for the episode. I'm gonna give this a one for imperialism and also for like the villain of the episode kind of being like the monarchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, honestly are both like terrible things that I deeply fear and despise, but I don't like that this episode kind of like endorses both of those things. So I'm I'm gonna give it a one. Yeah, you, you, you beat me to it. I was going to give this episode a five, actually, for Fear Factor, because simply because of the imperialism and the stealing of artifacts. Because it's really unclear where Dr. Hassad is from, and if he's, like, taking the stuff with him, or if it's going to be left with, like, the Egyptian government. And that scared me. If he's, like, in, in line with smugglers. If you have a secret dig... There's no way you're up to anything good. Right. Why is it a secret? <laughs> Why is it a secret? Yeah. Unfortunately, well, yeah. Pretty pretty unscary episode across the board. Yeah. It's not scary. It is infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we can rank the twist. The twist, I guess, is that Neela's a princess. <laughs> Yeah. Is that the twist? She's a bug, yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, that's a bigger twist, is that she's a bug. Because I really, from the moment we meet her, I I knew that she was going to be involved with the, like, the mummy somehow. They really hit the, like, the nail on the head with that one, with, like, multiple foreshadows. She can, like, read the hieroglyphics, and she's a journalist. That, like, <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, with all of that, I, I don't know. I give this twist, like, a one. Yeah, this is a bad twist. It just didn't really make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. This is a lame twist. I'm giving it a one, too. I also feel like it's not even really a twist because, like, it's super obvious. Like, as soon as she's on the scene that, like, she's from the past and she's sketchy. Right. I also think that because, I mean, obviously, like, when a character is, like, part of a twist, they always try to hide it. And I think she, she makes the worst attempt to try and hide it, as we said, where she has luggage for no reason. Or how they argue over, like, the difference between a reporter and a journalist. <laughs> I mean, I, I really can't, like, give it any credit either. Because they really don't even, like, explain what it means to turn into a bug. So she just kind of does. 
that's that's a one for me. And a one from me as well. A unanimous one. Wow. Wow. It's That's pretty sad. sad. A sad day. <laughs> a sad day for for Stein. <laughs> for Canada. And we also have no MILF or DILF because... Oh, well... We have an... Actually, have... that's not true because Uncle Ben is a father... Too sorry. Oh. To, to <laughs> sorry. So oh, okay. no. Or we have a... No. We do, we do have to rate whether or not he's a DILF. A new wolf. Zero. <laughs> No, no. Um, no he's he's, he's an imperialist, so no. <laughs> um, I I do have to say I love his wacky antics and just trying to claim that he could do a secret, a secret excavation and then just destroys the tomb. So yeah, um, I, I'll at least like, just give him one point for that. So he's a two. <laughs> I um. Well, it's yes or no. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> well, I think two two is probably below your threshold, but I don't no, know. No, two is my threshold. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's a yes. <laughs> um, I would say physically, like, ignoring the imperialist shit, I'd say he's pretty hot. I, 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 no, I, like, uh, no. I like Ben's look. Um, no. But uh, <laughs> sorry, Sarah. I have that, to be true that, to my that, heart. That hurts. Whenever I think of archaeologists, I think of my cousin's, like, favorite story about college where she was, like, there was this guy in the archaeology department who wore full archaeology gear every single day, and everyone on campus didn't know his name, just referred to him as the archaeologist, and he was there for two years before she started college and was there for two years after she left. Good for him! Wait, was part of his uniform, like, a pith helmet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's the villain? I think Uncle Ben. I, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Uncle Ben again Uncle ben. once again because imperialism. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he's ignoring so, like a literal warning to stay out, and he's just like tearing walls down. So he's the villain. Right. He's like destroying artifacts, giving them away. <laughs> he's just incredibly irresponsible. Yeah, I I agree that Ben is a villain, but I would also like to take this moment to say that Gabe is a villain. Just <laughs> I think his callous attitude is sort nah. of the mentality of children from the 90s that, you know, deteriorated the fiber of uh, this great I, nation. Nah. <laughs> I, I I think he's all right. He, he, hey, hey kid, you're all right. That's what I have to say about Gabe. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, I think Gabe just sucks. And in that sense, yeah, he's a villain to me. Uh, I would also say the showrunners in this instance are the villains. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, oh, sorry, I, I'm i sure you put a lot of like hard work into uh, I don't think the show. No, Wait, I don't will. Think. This episode, I think, got slipped past the quality of yeah. what, what was the name of the production coordinator on this episode? Like Buford Benjamin? Uh, Bernie, Bernie... Uh, Bernie, Bernie Buford. Bernie, Bernie Buford. Buford. <laughs> Lo- love that uh, name. Well, sorry, Bernie. This one didn't turn out. Um, is it gay? No, no. I would say no. no. I would say this is a very, very straight episode. I would, I would say, the, <laughs> I would say the only gay thing about it is that like uh, the mummy maybe had a chance to like have an incestuous relationship with. His sister, and he okay. said and he said gay. no to that Will. heteronormativity. Will. So so gay to not yeah. fuck your sister, Will. <laughs> I'm just saying we're going we're honest. going by ancient Egyptian standards here. It was a different time. They're, no, they're people of the modern age now. All right. 
Fellas, is it gay to not fuck your sister? <laughs> Fellas, I'm having doubts about my sexuality. <laughs> that was the yeah. most off the wall take, Will. <laughs> no, but the, like really, in Will, ancient, Will, don't, ancient d- civilizations, specifically royalty. Yes, I. You're right, Will. Yeah. You are right. You're, like historically, you're you're right, but like. Oh God. I don't know. I would hope that like. I know that like he's a mummy and he's like trapped under there, but I would hope that like for four thousand years or whatever, like he's been thinking and he's been <laughs> reflecting and he's been you know you know like I feel like he's probably past that. Like I would hope that his mind has evolved. Mm-hmm. Well, I I hope your mind evolves by the next episode. Out, evolves out of the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> like beat it, sister. I'm past all that bullshit. <laughs> My third eye's open. <laughs> was there was there a strong moral to the story? Um, Absolutely listen to not. the mummy, dude. There said, wasn't. It, <laughs> well, he, he, he puts the do not disturb thing on his fucking like tomb and then they're just like, Oh well, let's, I can't I can't read and then they go in anyways. <laughs> it's like the DW it's like the DW yeah. Yeah, exactly. or the exactly. Garfield one where he's like, I wonder who that's for. <laughs> yeah. My thing is there should have been some morality in this one. Like there was a lot of opportunity for it, but it just it misses the mark. It doesn't quite get there. Yeah, Gabe had a lot to learn. Yeah. It's like the the mummy had like one of those signs on his tomb where it's like we don't call the cops because it, and it's got like a gun on yeah. it. Holy shit. But instead it's got like an old like it's got like a scarab on it. It will will make you a bug. Welcome to the Goosebumps Book Titles Quiz. I am your host, Jamie, and I am joined by several lovely contestants today. And we are fighting for a special prize, um, but we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it. Wait, did you veto um, the, the vouchers? The prize the prize will be revealed at the end. No, it's not it's not a kiss voucher. Aww. I know we talked about that. Um, but the kiss There's voucher kissing? is <laughs> well, Jamie. Who, who gets the kiss? Who Jamie. gives the kiss? Uh, well, I guess Jamie receives and gives. Jamie, the redeemer, the redeemer <laughs> of the voucher gets a kiss from me, as discussed in the previous okay, episode. Okay, pass. Okay, pass. Um, so, so I guess no. The voucher comes with the with the grand prize. Sweet. It's like a it's like a little additional thing. We can keep accruing these vouchers then. <laughs> We should all intend. We, sh- we, sh- we should all intentionally uh, make this a draw, like between all of us, so we all get the voucher. I have a tiebreaker. Nice. I have a tiebreaker oh, this time. All right. Okay. Um. I also came up with. I also have twelve titles this time instead of eleven. Ooh, so. Oh boy. And how many did you come Further... up with? I'm not saying. Dang Whoa. it. You, that would be counting cards. Oh, God, that's rude. Here we go. Number one, welcome to Dead House. No. What? <laughs> no, I absolutely not. That? 
Yes. Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, Will is the only correct one. What? That is real. Welcome to Dead that House? That's the very first Goosebumps book. Oh my and you should. And they made more. more. And they made more. He peaked and decided to go into the valley. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to Dead House. Yes, that's amazing. That one's about zombies. Um, and it is, I think, widely lauded as the scariest Goosebumps book. Really? Mm. Is that real, or did you make that up? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure people think that one's, like, actually scary. Okay. Okay. Uh, number two. This one's a sequel. Son of Shriek. Yes. No. No. He's impotent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. that's for sure. That's well, I mean, he's sure. a he's a robot, so. I would like to counter that by saying he is incredibly fertile, and that's his main feature. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I simply refuse that there was a sequel called Son of Shriek out there that you wouldn't have, like, been screaming about it for five years. Yeah. So there's no well, way. Remember, these are the books. There's, so You still would have found I really a way. Only, you would have brought I it only, up. No, I really only know about the, the show. So all these titles I'm learning about for most of them the first time. No, absolutely not. If that's real, so, okay. I'm going to riot. So no to Andrea and Sarah. Will what I said no. I said no because he's in. I guess I'm okay. Yes then. So that's one for everybody except ah. for Kip. Uh, sorry, Kip. <laughs> Kip uh, in last with no points <laughs> as always. Andrea, are you still trying to lose this time? No, I'm trying to win. I've I've been okay. enraged. Good for you, Andrea. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Next time I'll try to lose. I'll switch off. Please don't. <laughs> Number three. The Deadly Experiments of Dr. Eek. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's with three E's, by the way, for Eek. If that changes yes. your answer. Yes, no. It does, it does, yes. It does. No, it's yeah. correctly spelled yeah. with two E's. No. There's no reason why you would have included an extra E. It's real. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's good logic, because it, it is real. No! Sorry, Andrew. I simply refuse. <laughs> I want to know more about that one. That sounds like a good one. <laughs> there is actually another title that's like basically the same exact title. Um, just like change out the name of like the doctor. It's like the same title. Professor Scree. <laughs> it, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's actually it. <laughs> okay, number four. Here comes the Shaggy. <laughs> it's like um, Shaggy, but with an ED in between the G, the last G and the Y. No. Yes. Why not? It's dumb. It's so fucking dumb. What is Shaggy? (laughs) What's a Shaggy? I'm imagining like DePiglio. That's what it looks like. DePiglio. Um, no. I'm gonna say no. Is it Andrea is the only one who's saying yes? Yeah. Kip say yes? I said no. Okay. Andrea, nice job. That's real. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. What is a Shaggy? I don't fucking know. (laughs) All right. Number five. The Halloween game. No. Mm, I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. The Halloween game? Yeah, the Halloween game. No. It's not dumb enough. Well, I think you are dumb enough because you are wrong. <laughs> what? <it's> real. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're about to say yes. Yeah, I was, gonna say, I was about to say hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. Okay. Number six, 
what I read in Carly's diary. No. What? Hmm. Um, I say no. Can you say it to me one more time? What I read in Carly's diary. I'm going to say no. Can you use it in a sentence? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say yes, just because I don't know. I don't know anymore. Oh, sorry, Andrea. It's not real. I don't like this Sorry. game. <sighs> I, 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 I needed a I win. I knew you picked Carly. I knew you picked Carly because of Carly Beth, because she's you're in love with her or whatever. Um. I, I didn't. I was just trying to think of like a... I was just trying to think of like a period appropriate Jim, Jim if you love Carly Beth so much, why don't you marry her? <laughs> yeah, marry her. Seriously. Hey, don't worry. We're not done with Carly Beth yet. Oh. There's going to be a, no, we're there's not. another... We're not there's another haunted mask two-parter and she's back <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, carly beth is back baby <laughs> this is amazing we will never be free of her halfway in um let's check the leaderboard um kip and andrea are trailing with two each <laughs> at least we're in it together kip. sarah has four in second place and will in the lead has five mm, i can Double. almost taste those lips Okay. <laughs> I didn't say where I'd kiss you. Oh, dang it. Okay, well. <laughs> just be on, you're just not going to be tasting cheek. anything, mister. All right. <laughs> a nice little, nice little peck. Well, you can kiss me. Uh, <laughs> all right. Number seven. Creep camp. <laughs> Real. Yes. Uh, that's like really close to, some, to Crip camp. Documentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it is. Wait. Um, No, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Yes, I'm sticking. Yeah, I'm yes. Uh, Andrea? Um, Sarah's never steered me wrong, so I'm gonna say no. That's a good strategy. Um, that because that that's a fake one. I made that up. Mm. <laughs> I just I did that one because R.L. Stein really likes books about camps, um, and he also likes creeps for some reason. <laughs> so it just seemed it just seemed yeah. logical that the two would come together at one point. It's alliteration. It was fun. I I liked it. Yeah, yeah. You he were, likes alliteration you as well. Fooled. All right, number eight. Brain juice. <laughs> Excuse me? Brain juice. Yes. I'm just like, yeah, that's just gross enough. Yeah, I want it to be real, so yeah. Brain juice. Yeah. Everyone's saying it's real? Yep. Oh, that's not fun. Yeah, it's real. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number nine. I am going to kill you. No. <laughs> no. No, I'm sorry. I mean, that's that's not actually part of the quest. I just want to... I, I couldn't I couldn't even get through it I'm before I said it, you. which is embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, All I, I can think of that was that Phoebe one. Bridgers when you said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I fumbled that one. That's just how I talk to Will. You should be sorry. Yeah, Kip does threaten to kill me every day. I that's sweet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. The actual number nine. Food fright. Yes. Yes. I experience that every day. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like my... No, I... Uh... I don't... I'm going to say no. It's a. It's too tempting of a pun. Yeah. I think, I think you'd feel very clever for coming up with that. So no, I'm saying no as well. Yeah, that's um, it's fake. I made that up. Damn, too it's relatable. A good one, though. It does seem like it would be real. All right, number ten, 
Toy Terror, colon, batteries included. Hmm, that's nice that the batteries are included. I will start with that. <laughs> that sounds like a newer one, so I'm going to say yes. Yes. If I'm wrong enough in a row, I just keep doing the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yeah, too, because that one is like a little... I feel like you wouldn't have come up with that. Well, maybe you would have. I'm going to say yes, like anyway. You're not. I feel like you're giving me too little credit. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did come up with "I'm going to kill you." <laughs> you you've said that on other on other quizzes, and it it, it hurt my feelings. Oh. Oh, no, Honestly, I might dock a point. I might dock a point for that. For bullying. For bullying. This is supposed to be a bully safe zone. I, okay? I guess you're right. You're right. Yeah, I I, you, I right. should do better. You're right. I yeah, should do better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say no just to keep it exciting. I think you made it up. Okay. Um, no, that's real. That also makes me think when Will mentioned that it's a newer one. I think that is. Yeah, that is fairly new. Uh, I guess in the span of Goosebumps. Um, but that that reminds me that also from an interview I read recently with Arl Stein um, regarding the new series that's upcoming that he's like he said like oh i have no idea what episodes are doing but i hope they do some of the new ones so if he has any input i hope i hope it's some of the, the really fucking yeah, like weird we might be seeing ones. brain juice in the future <laughs> oh, yeah. might be seeing here comes the shaggy <laughs> did you look up i went on the goosebumps wicca for the shaggy wicca. the wikia wikia um, yeah. and it's the physical appearance is described as the Shaggy is a masked creature with reptilian skin, red eyes, <laughs> and dirty water, mud, and twigs hanging from itself. Oh. <laughs> it's also like obeys whoever summons it like a genie. Um, and mm. as two boys named Zeke and Decker, it be- it becomes posed. <laughs> Decker? Yeah, Decker, like a deck, like D-E-C-K-E-R. Yeah, you, know, you know those guys, Decker and Zeke. It has been determined to not let anyone else find out about it and lead a perfectly normal life, which is why it became two boys, Zeke and Decker. The Shaggy only attacks someone if they pose a threat to it. It so it becomes posed as a 12-year-old Caucasian, short and chubby with blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> it becomes a little short king. So, so wait, it's, it take, it's, it, it's taking advantage of racism so that no one will bother it? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. God. Honestly, that, that's a pretty good premise. I feel like, like, not that part, but like the, the rest of it. Uh, I feel like that could be a pretty good two-parter. I hope, I sincerely hope we get a Here Comes the Shaggy episode. Are these gonna? Are these new episodes gonna be for children? Yes. Yeah. They're they're still going for like the. Damn it. The, what the same no sex in Goosebumps. No sex. I'd like in to goosebumps. see sex. I'd like. I'd like to see sex. In- I watch Goosebumps <laughs> to enjoy a sex. Tell me, free world. okay? Whatever. Hey, that's not one of the rules, though. It's not. It's exactly, not no sex. Exactly. It's no child abuse, no drugs, no divorce. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. No. I sex. personally would like to see divorce on one of these episodes, but I yeah, think it's only ever going to be sometimes. Yeah, divorce feels like a weird one. <laughs> Here comes Especially... the prenup. <laughs> I was gonna say they leave room open for a a divorce interpretation in this episode. Exactly. Yes. Precisely, James. You are exactly correct. And I think that maybe that's why I'm so scared. That's why I rated it a one. Anyway, <laughs> I'm scared of divorce. 
<laughs> okay, so let's check in on the leaderboard here. Um, once again, in last place, we have Kip with four. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, Kip. Um, in third place, Andrea has five. Victory. In second place, we have Will with six, and in first place, Sarah has seven. Once wow. again, leading the charge. Wow. Oh. Look at um, me go. We could turn it around though. Um, and Andrea, you could still tie and win with the tiebreaker. And I could still so. tie with somebody lower than Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You could not lose. Yeah. Okay, okay. Number 11. How I got my pet gargoyle. Yes. What? I want one. Mm. That's cool. I'm going to say no. Why? Because I said yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, I'm saying no, because there's the one about the shrunken head. Pet yeah, I will remind one. you though, RL does reuse name templates a oh, lot. Oh, that's true. I think that's yes. True, I'm still gonna stick with no. I'm going with my gut. Well, I'm sorry to say um, that that is fake. I made oh. that up. Aww. All right, it's between Will and Sarah now. <laughs> um, this is your last chance to tie, um, and you could still come back with a tiebreaker. Number 12. This is definitely one of the newer ones. Do I still answer? Yes, please still answer. <laughs> we need we need to know how much you lost. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, this is definitely one of the newer ones. Number 12. <clears throat> OMG, colon, our monster grandma. <laughs> yes. Can you, can you spell it for me? <laughs> Which part? The R monster. Oh yeah, oh. is it O U R? Yeah, it's O U R. Yeah, well, it's O M G. It wouldn't be. Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's an acronym. Stop wasting our time, Will. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with yes then. I'm saying no. I'll say yes. Why are yes. you saying Will and Sarah? I'm interested. Why you're giving your answers? Why this no? Is, this is like climactic. For uh, me, I'm saying no because OMG feels like too modern. Like I don't feel like I feel like RL Stein is anti-tech speak. Mm. I feel like he'd be kind of a dick about it. So I'm gonna say no <laughs> based I, on that. I'm saying yes because I I do sort of agree with what Sarah says, but RL Stein's on Twitter, which makes me think that he's used tech speak at least a few times. Okay, good point. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna DM. RL sign on Twitter and let him know about my version. Oh, I'm squee. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Sarah, you're correct. I made that up. Um, yes! So, congratulations, Sarah. You are the winner. Ooh. Jamie, with... I meant yes, you made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that matters Just at this point. <laughs> you are... One lucky winner, uh, just like the last time, actually, the the prize is hands. The prize is a severed hand, just like last time. <laughs> it's, no. it's a it's a Sumner. Yeah, but this time, <laughs> this time it's uh, mummified. Mm. Um, so oh, at okay. least there's that. Can I yeah. put it in a jar? Um, you can, but it will break its way out. Oh, okay. Then I won't. It doesn't want to be contained. Yeah, that wouldn't be then very nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, I guess yeah, that's, a, that's a piece of shit episode. <laughs> Been searching for someone of my own kind. 
like a stranger.